Hey y'all, what's up? Welcome back to my podcast. I'm your host Shakira Edwards and this is the Bad Girls Going Good podcast. Um, I pray everyone is doing well today. Um, I got a message for you guys or an encouraging word maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it hit home so I decided that I should share. Um, also this podcast is super therapeutic to me so me talking out you know what's what's been happening and how I've been feeling and what's been going on um it's it's just it helps me it's just calms me so that's what I'm doing this this morning that's what I'm doing today um I pray that anybody that's listening to this word gets blessed um and if it's for you it's for you so we're gonna get into prayer and then we're gonna get into this I'm, I'm tired like I don't know I just felt like a tiredness to come over me but we're gonna push through because i really need to release this so um yeah let's get into prayer and then we're gonna get into this word so father god in the name of jesus thank you so much for this beautiful day thank you for your knowledge thank you for your revelation that you give us um thank you for your correcting um thank you for your chastising um thank you that you consider us as your children god and it's just such a blessing to be in your hands and just to be in your will. Um, thank you for everything that you're doing, everything that you've done in my life and everything that you're going to do and do in others' lives. And I just thank you for um, getting us into position, getting us ready to be with you, God. And it's beautiful. And <laughs> I'm laughing because you just, you just, you be you do you you be doing you be god i can't even get the words out but thank you god for just being that um strong tower in my life and just being a father to me and um letting me know what i need to do and what i don't need to do so again i just thank you for this podcast i thank you for um I thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for each and every one of us. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for just indwelling in us and guiding us and um, showing us the way to go. And I just thank you again for all these things. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. All right, y'all. So, I'm going to flow today. Um, and I just, yeah, I just it's just heavy on my heart to share this. So, I got a scripture for y'all. So the scripture is, y'all open y'all Bibles. If y'all listen, if y'all driving, um, take a mental note. Um, whatever you're doing in this moment, just um, take heed on the scripture. I'm going to read it too. But just go back and read the whole chapter for yourself. It's John um, 4, chapter 4. And I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do verse 18. But again, I might go up a little further than that. But I know for sure verse 18 is like what this is all about. But you can read the whole chapter. It will bless you. Right. So the Lord, the Lord. Okay. No. But I've been dealing with some stuff. God been doing the purging in me. Um, He's been purging me. Uh, and once again. And he's been correcting me. And, he's, and I know he's like preparing me. It's like. I'm back on the potter's wheel and he's like finishing up some, you know, some stuff. And how many people know that we will always be on his wheel? Like he will always be correcting us and molding us like until we're per perfection, like until we're perfection. When we are perfect in his eyes, then we are out of this body. 
Did y'all hear me? When we are perfect in his eyes, we will be out of this body. Okay, so right now we are in the body, so we are not perfect and we are striving every day to be perfect. So the Lord got me again. He's been dealing with me about some certain things that was in my heart. And I literally prayed um, the day before yesterday, I believe. Um, and I was asking God uh, to to reveal to me what's in my heart, to correct what's in my heart, you know, to take out things in my heart. And listen, y'all, he did it again. He did it again. So I've been going through a situation and he was showing me that I have... Um, other things that's in my heart that's trying to trump my love for him and that's trying to intervene on how he wants me to be in love with him and i'm i, I want to say this kind of like a singles word you can take it how you want you it, this could be anything but i literally was like bro i've been single for two and a half years now like no sex no nothing right but i really haven't been single and the lord was showing me like because I'm like, God, it's been two and a half years. Like, <laughs> I don't know how long else you're going to be. And this is, could be for somebody who's in a celibate, um, celibacy season. And they just probably been in there longer than me. You know what I'm saying? You might be in it five years or whatever. But I just want to encourage you to go to God about your heart posture. All right. So the Lord was showing me um, that I wasn't single. I'm like, what? But I got show me. I'm like, what do you mean? Like I've been seeking this whole time. Like I've been seeking you, God. I've been, you know, doing. He's like, uh, uh-uh, I want more. I want more. So I'm like, okay, God. So he was just, I, I, I can't even say it. Stuff been going on, and the Lord has just been showing me that I have other things, other idols in my heart. And I'm like, me, you know. That's why you can't never think too much of yourself. You can't never. Um, Put yourself in a situation, in a, in a mindset of, oh, you know, I think I'm all right because you're never, you know, you there's always room to grow. There's always things that could be changed, right? So the scripture says, uh, John four and the fourteen. He's talking just a little back story. This is the Samaritan woman, and she at the well. She at Jacob's well, right? And the Lord, she's going to get water, fetch some water because she's thirsty or whatever. So the Lord meets her at the well and he lets her know, y'all, again, I'm paraphrasing, but he lets her know like, hey, you don't have to keep coming down here to get this water. Like I am the living water. If you, you, you come to me, you will never thirst. You will never hunger. And so I was looking at the word thirst because it just stood out to me. I was looking at the word thirst and this means to have a strong desire for something. Oh, y'all catch this, catch this to have a strong desire for something. And I'm like, okay, so that, that, that stood out to me. So I was like, okay, God, I get, I, I get where you going with this, with this Samaritan woman. You know what I'm saying? She got a strong desire. She keep going out to this well because she's thirsty. And God is saying, come to me and you will never thirst or hunger again. You won't need this thing, this desire to be filled. Somebody need to catch this. You won't need that desire to be fulfilled. Oh, God. And the Lord spoke to me again this morning about the same thing. Because he's been dealing with me this, about this word since yesterday. He spoke to me again. He said, um, do you want, are you married to me or are you married to my promise? Let me say that again. Are you married to me or are you married to the promise? 
this is too, this is too good, y'all. It is. <laughs> so again, again, she had the well. She's fetching for water. She thirsty. You get what I'm saying? So you know, it's not. It's against the law for a Jew to talk to a Samaritan. And so she already like, what are you even talking to me for? Like, you get what I'm saying? And Jesus telling her like, you don't know who I am. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you knew who I was, you would just give me the water. He telling her to give me a drink. He asking her, can she give him something to drink? And she like, I don't know. You ain't supposed to be talking to me. Or I ain't supposed to be talking to you. Right. So Jesus saying there's no there's nothing that can stop you from coming to me and there's nothing that can fulfill you like there is nothing or no one in this world that can fulfill you. Only me. So then this is the one that got me y'all. This verse 18 it says for thou. Hold on. It says for thou has had five husbands and he whom thou has now is not your husband. And that said is that it was true. That was truly. The woman said to him, sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Because he's telling her, like, you got you got five husbands. And then the one you in now, you ain't no husband. So she like looking at him like, you don't even know me. But how you know this? You get what I'm saying? And if you go back up in chapter 15, it says, the woman said to, unto him, sir, give me this water and I thirst not. Neither come here to draw. Jesus said unto her, go call thy husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said unto her, Thou hast well said, I have no husband. For thou hast had five husbands, and the one you have now is not even your husband. So she's looking at him like, what? you saying I don't have a husband? But then you saying I have five husbands? God got me together. He's saying that she, you have idols. You keep getting other people to fulfill you and and you're not going to get filled in that area. Those desires that you desire are taking are strong desire. It's a, it's, it has become a thirst to you that you need it. There's not a person that you should need. There's not a thing that you should need more than you need or want God. More than you need or want Jesus. There's nothing else that you should need more than him. And God was showing me that. He's like, there's other things that you want. And I'm like, not more than you got. Not more than you. He's like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> you can't hide it. You can't hide from me. I'm like, oh, my God. So this is a convicting word because I'm like, you're right. You know, you're right. And, you know, I, I, you know, I made a commitment to God all over again and I'm going to be, and I'm going to stick to it. Like I want to show him, like, there's no other person that can satisfy me. There's not another thing that can satisfy me. Like he's the only one that can satisfy me. And then, you know, he's saying out your mouth, you are saying this. And that's, it just made me think of the scripture when he's saying, depart, me, depart from me. Cause I knew you not because out of your mouth, you saying these things, but your heart is far, so far from me, so far from me. Come on, y'all. We don't want God to say that to us when we leave this earth and we have to meet up with him. He like, nah, like you did stuff in my name, but I didn't really know you because your heart was far. You wanted other things before me. The Bible tells us to seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. All these things shall be added unto you. Who is the kingdom? He is the kingdom. He is the king. Seek him and all these things will be added unto you. And I'm like... I, I feel, I honestly, coming on here to, to raise awareness, because I honestly feel like I wasn't in that category, because I feel like I was seeking the seeking <laughs> the Lord, but I was like, really, Lord, am I seeking you for your promises? And that's why he's allowed everything to fail around me? This for somebody. 
that's why you you not getting success in those relationships. That's not why you getting being successful on your job or whatever your desire is. You're not you're not seeing success in that area because maybe you have married the promise and you have you're not married to the father. You haven't fully submitted your heart to him. You haven't fully gave over yourself to him. Your whole heart, like your whole heart, like the Bible say. Or it's still some crevices and something somebody else or something else has your whole heart. Y'all listen, listen, because this is not to judge because clearly I'm on here because I'm literally getting convicted about this very same thing. That the promise had a hold on my heart or a person had a hold on my heart or that thing had a hold on my heart. God's the, the, the Lord showing the Samaritan woman here. She got five husbands. Meaning she, her heart is, a, she submits, she, in those times where they are, women are to be submit, submitted to their husbands. Even the Bible tells us, I believe it's in first Corinthians, but it used to be to, in the world. And if you're not single, you're supposed to be submitted to God. Come on y'all. And if you're single, I mean, if you're married, you're supposed to be submitted to your husband. That's what the Bible tells us. So you need to be using your singleness because if you're unmarried, to be submitted to God and God is showing you you got other husbands there's other things he's not literally saying she got like five husbands if you get the revelation he's trying to tell us that there's you have other things that you are submitted to Ooh, that's good thank you Holy Spirit you out you have other things that you are submitted to you have other gods over me you have other things that you are busy with there's other distractions that you have that's why Paul tells us it's good for you to be single because you are undistracted. God has your full attention. But see, God is trying to teach us the reason why you're not married or the reason why you haven't obtained this thing is because your heart posture. You haven't fully submitted to me, so I'm not going to give you nothing else to sway you away even more. Just think about it. He's not going to give us something else that's going to take us even further away from him. Satan is a deceiver. That's why he's like, oh, well, God, I've been seeking you, God. I've been doing what you want me to do, God. But you've really been involved with the promise. You've been, you've been seeking the promise. Honestly, if you could just sit down and think about it, that's why you get uh, uh, weary in the way or you get um, distracted easily. You get what I'm saying? Because your mind is on the promise. That's why every time somebody give a word, you at the, you, you, you seeking these words. You're seeking after other things. You're not seeking after God fully. Whew. That's for me. That was for me, okay? And I know it's for somebody else, all right? Because God is good. He's not. He loves us so much. And he will use pain. He will use heartache. He will use afflictions. He will use whatever he got to use to get you to understand that where your heart stands. He will literally show you like, what? He showed me that yesterday. I was like, okay. God, my heart. What? Okay. What do you mean my heart? Yes, I do. And then I thought about when I, I really, at least I had, it's, God is amazing. I had... A memory pop up on my Snapchat from last year or the year before that. And it literally said, if you won't cheat on your boyfriend or your girlfriend in the natural, why are you cheating on God? 
I'm gonna say that again. If you won't cheat on your, if you won't cheat on your husband or your boyfriend, it, I mean, yeah, your husband, whoever, in the wife, whatever, girlfriend, in the natural, like you really won't cheat in your heart, like you so faithful to these people. Why is it that you cheat on God, who is so faithful to you? Why do you cheat on him? That's for me. And I was like, okay, so I've been cheating on you. I've been with you. Cheating is when you are involved. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Cheating is when you are in a relationship with somebody. Come on, Holy Spirit. You are in a relationship with somebody and you, you cheat on them with somebody else. You're giving somebody else your attention. Come on, Holy Spirit. You're giving somebody else your time. You're giving somebody else your thoughts. You're giving somebody else your all. You're giving somebody else what, you, what you're supposed to only give me. You are sharing and you are giving it to somebody else. And that is cheating. And God is saying, many of you are in a relationship with me, but you're cheating on me because you are in a relationship with other things. You are in a relationship with other people in your mind. Come on, we're talking about the spirit in your heart. You may not literally be in a relationship with nobody in the physical. And God saying, I don't care about no physical. I'm talking about in your heart. You are involved with other people. You are involved with other things. And uh -uh, you cheating on me and I don't appreciate that. I don't appreciate that. I'm like, God, that thing, bro. I'm like, okay, I am yours. I am yours. I'm not cheating. He like, you've been cheating on me. I'm like, I've been cheating on you, God. Somebody out here been cheating. Come on, it's going to be Valentine's Day. <laughs> this is a word. Somebody been cheating on God. You've been cheating on God with a promise. You over here giving the promise all your attention and time. You're so focused. But Satan is distracting you and deceiving you because you're like, it's the promise. It's in God. Like he said, a, a cheater is somebody who is in a relationship. He's never denying your relationship with him. He's denying your all with him. You're not giving him your all. You're not, you're not faithful completely to him. This had me in the choke hole, jacked up. You stop going on dates. Oh, God. You stop worshiping him in your heart. You stop stop being focused on him and what he can do. You don't forgot who he was. And, and you just worry about what he can do. Because these other things over here showing you what they can do. And who they, all this other stuff. That's Satan over there in the mess. No. He's like, I can give you that. That's so sad. He like, that thing you seeking, that thing that you want, I can give you that. Like, why won't you let me give you that? Come on, how many people have been cheated on? Hands raised. That just don't feel good when you've cheated on or you're used. God said the same thing. He, he, he know how that feel. That don't feel good. You using him. You cheating on him. Somebody else has your undivided attention. Somebody, something else has your undivided attention. Whew. That's why the song said, Jacob's well will never do. So I will draw from you. This old world will never do. Jacob's well will, will run dry. The Lord is saying that well, that thing, that thirsting, that desire that you're thirsting after, honey, it will run dry. I will never run dry. So draw from me. You will never have to thirst or hunger again. 
So you will never be unsatisfied. Maybe, maybe that's why a lot of you are still single because you're unsatisfied. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Come on, it's a Valentine's Day. Come on, y'all. It's Valentine's Day in a few days. You're unsatisfied. Like I said, my hands is raised to the raised up because this is for me. This is for me. You are unsatisfied, Shakira. You are unsatisfied. Whoever's listening to my voice. That's why it hasn't been fulfilled yet. That promise you waiting on. Because you're unsatisfied. You're not satisfied with me. You're not, you're not satisfied with me. And I'm the promise giver. So no, I'm not going to give you no promise. You ain't satisfied with me. You want my stuff. You don't want me. You just want what I can give you. Says the spirit of the Lord. Lord, help me today. Y'all, this is a word for somebody because it was for me. And I know everything that God does to me is not for Shakira because I be going through stuff. And I know it's for other people. Okay. I, I, I've accepted that calling. All right. So I know this for somebody out here. How many husbands do you have? Sit down and ask yourself that. What else is on the, on the tip of your heart that you ponder on, that you think about every day? That you, ooh, let me take my glasses off. <laughs> That you just can't live without. Ooh. That you just want it so bad. You're so thirsty for it. What they say? You're thirsty. Yes, I'm thirsty, right? No, nah, I'm playing. No, nah, I'm dead serious though. But seriously, what is that thing that just cultivating you and just taking hold of your heart? It's taking grip of your heart. And you can't think, you can't, you just, it's just all you think about. And just every time you just lean in, you get so excited when somebody's speaking about it. Ooh, you just get overjoyed about what the goodness of the Lord and what he can do for you. But you don't forgot about, you don't, you're not in awe with him like that. You're not, I don't been in love. Let me say it. Let me say, I'm going to just say it for the people in the back. I'm a, God is calling us to honesty, okay? He's calling us to purity, all right? And to be and be authentic. That word is an original. Those words are my words for 2023. And be comfortable, okay? So I'm 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 being straight up with y'all, 100 with y'all. I don't mean in love. That person literally was all I thought about. I didn't have to voice anything because I'm thinking about it day in and day out. I'm thinking about him. I just want to do all, like, I could just imagine my life with him, man. I just imagine. You know how it is when you be in love. Don't be, don't be sitting up here like, like y'all ain't been in love. God's saying, you is in love, girl. But you ain't in love with me like that. I'm jealous. He's a jealous guy. <laughs> you ain't in love with me. You Then you, okay, you may be, you got your heart broke, you out of love. But you you in love with something, something else has got your attention and you are idolizing that thing. You are in love with that thing. You are in love with the belief of that thing. Or you are in love with that promise. God said, will you just go away with me? Can you just be I'm, oh God. If some, if the person that I loved so much say get your bags let's go off a week i'm going period and i know a lot of y'all is too like you going you're not even for the second guess <laughs> you going you packing your bags you are out of here period okay 
Like my sister says, exit stage left. Period. You are gone. And so that's the same type of my, God saying, I want to, I want to go away with you. And you like, God no, but I but no, he said no. You ain't say that about that person. When that person said I'm ready to go. I want to be up under you all day. God saying, I want to be up under you all day. I want you to ignore me like that. I want you to have googly eyes for me. Date me. How many husbands do you have? How many promises are you thirsting after and you are desiring? Strong desire. That's what the, the definition I said. A strong desire for something. You want it to quench your thirst. And God saying, it will never. It will never. You got to be fully content in me. And I know many people are saying, because I was one of them. I'm content. I'm content. But in my heart, God saying, no, you ain't. You content. On the outer, you look like you content. You know, you chilly. But on the inside, mm-mm, your heart is, mm-mm, your heart ain't fully content. Now, again, and he's not saying that you don't have a relationship with him. He's saying that your relationship with him is being tampered with by other things and other people. So you need to clear out those other things and those other people so that God can see you and he can, you can show him, God, I love you and you're all I want. And then he'll start adding on those things because then he's going to know you won't cheat on him. He trusts you. So, so some of y'all going to have to build y'all trust again. Oh my God. I'm just sitting here thinking about this. Like, Go back to your first love. Show him I love you. And I'll do anything for you. And I enjoy being with you. And it's not like a, a, a chore to be with you. Like I want to be with you. You don't want nobody. Y'all listen to me. You don't want nobody to make it think like it's a chore to be with you. Like you want somebody to enjoy you and you. You don't want to be forcing nothing and get same with God. You don't want to force no relationship. You don't want to force somebody to, to pick you. And you don't want to force nobody to just be with you. You want them to just be with you. And that's the same type of mindset God want to have. Want us, he has, excuse me, Holy Spirit. That's the same type. Of, he don't want to force you to be with him. He wants you to genuinely just want to be with him and just be up under him and spending time with him. What is your love language? What is his love language? Well, learning him, learning his character, just being up under him. Some of y'all be with y'all boyfriends and girlfriends all the time on time. Some of y'all be with, stuck up in a book all day, stuck on that job all day, just consumed by the promise or whatever. You get what I'm saying? You just consumed. You literally dedicated yourself to a certain thing or a person. And God is saying, I want that same attitude. I want that. I literally, last year I was in nursing school and I dedicated a year to nursing school. Like, I was not playing. I was dedicated to that. I was at that table every weekend. Like, I didn't do nothing. Like, I was determined to come up out of that thing. And God saying, that was your desire. That was your promise. And I let it happen for you. But but can you give it back to me? Can you be like that for me? Can you be fully committed and dedicated to me? And I, and I went through a season where I felt like 
I went through a season where I felt like um, I was dedicated to God because I thought I was serving him. You get what I'm saying? So I was dedicated to the ministry. I was dedicated to church. I, w- I didn't miss church for years straight. Like I was there. And God was trying to show me then like, no, it's not about your works. It's not about what you do. I want you to be dedicated to me in your heart posture. I want you to be dedicated to me in your heart because that's why I search. That's why I seek. Matter of fact, that's where I reign. That's why I rule. And I need you to be submitted to me in your heart. I need you to love me in your heart. Not on the outer appearance, but on the inner appearance. That's why the Bible says he's going to judge the saints first. He's going to judge his people first. That's like if you got kids and you your kids and some other kids and, a, and a, doing something. And you out here and they know they doing something, they got no minutes. Who you checking? Your children. Come, I wish my children would. How many people don't say that? <laughs> That's God same same type of mindset. God said, "I wish my I know that made my kids out of acting crazy. Carry your kids out. I know that made Shakira kids. We say we he didn't say they didn't say they daddy kids. They said Shakira kids. No ma'am, no ma'am. God saying that same way because you know it's a it's a level of responsibility you have you have put on them and you have taught them how to act. And when they act out of character, they act a certain way. You you ready to check them on spot? And that's the same type of mindset God has. I know that ain't my child out there acting acting like a like the world. I know that ain't my child out there acting a fool. Not my child. Not who I raised up. Somebody better hear this. Go back to him. I'm sorry. I was acting. I don't, I don't know what. I let the promise take over my mind. Or, or a person. Or a thing. I don't know. I thought I was doing the right thing. Sorry. Forgive me. And repent. And don't do it again and start rebuilding your love for him again. God, let me let me woo you. Ooh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me woo you. Let me let me show you I, how much I love you. Because I love you. You. That's why a lot of us are going through stuff right now. Because God wants you to show you that. Okay, who you love? Who do you love? What is, who what's Someone say, who do you love? Same thing. Who you love? You love something more than me. You've been cheating on me. No. If God is saying that to you, you got to be like, what? No, God, no, no, no. I need to change that. Because I don't. Give it up. If you're going to be getting a lot of relationships, you're going to be giving up stuff. You're going to be giving up friendships. All kinds of stuff are going to be snatched out of your hand. Because God is trying to transition you to a new place. And he can't give you those new things in that new place if your heart is tampered with. If there is idols there. And this, when I say husbands, I mean men and women. I, and this ain't no gay or nothing. This is just scripture. How, who, how many things have cultivated your heart, have captured your heart, captivated your heart? And that's all you think about. That's all you worry about is this thing or those things or those people. When it's coming, when it's coming, how is this going to happen? Is it him or is it her God? Should I be doing this God? Should I be doing that? Like you literally done lost your mind because you stuck in this mindset of what God can do for you because we know he can. Because we've been in relationship with him. But at the same time, God is saying, no, 
I want you to want me because that's how you're going to make it in. You got to want me. Just just because. Here comes Satan. Trying to make you want him for the things. And he loves us. That's why he don't give it to us. Right now. Not saying that he will never will. But he want to check your heart before he give you anything. That's the type of God we serve. That's the type of father we have. He not going to give it to us. If it's going to destroy us. And if we can admit. And if I can admit. If I got it right now. And I had to be honest with myself. Last night. And I said God if you gave me those promises right now. Like especially a Pacific promise. <laughs> I would have been. I probably would have just. I I don't. I'm saying out of my mouth that I would never. And God's saying yes you would. Because you're doing it now. You cheating on me now with him. If I give you your husband right now, you gonna you gonna leave me. You gonna you just gonna leave me. <laughs> Hallelujah! We in our hearts thinking, no, you no, I would never leave you because you gave me this thing, God. I I was sir, I'm a pray, I'm a, I was I still I'm still spend time with you. I still pray. I still you know serve you. I still be in my word. God saying that's not what I want. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about I want you fully still. Nothing can pull you away from me. Nothing can just separate me from the love. Come on, from that love. That love. (sighs) Nothing should separate you from his love. Worship him in spirit and truth. It says, Jesus says unto her, this is verse 21, Women, woman, believe me, the hour cometh when you shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Ye worship ye know not what we know what we worship for salvation of the Jews. But the hour cometh is now is when the true worship... I can't talk out. It's when the true worshipers shall worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. What is worship? Love. Nothing tamper with y'all. No more distractions, y'all. Love him. And the hour cometh. And now is when the true worshiper shall worship him. Shall worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeketh such to worship him. To woo him. I'm sorry, y'all. To love him. Looking at what the word worship. The definition of worship. Now is the time.
because it's the time coming where we won't be able to. It's what God is saying. So now is the time. You won't be able to worship him in this body. The time will be up. So you might as well do it now. Love him now. Whatever you want to do, whatever you desire, do it with him. Do it with him, y'all. Hold on, I'm trying to find this thing. Do it with him. There we go. I found it. Sorry. Um, one of the um, definitions of worship is worthlessness, worthiness, respect, reference, paid to a divine being. Reference toward a divine being or supernatural power. The expression of such reference. Extravagant respect or admiration or devotion. Dedication, basically, y'all. Ooh, one of them says, to honor or reference is a divine being. Um, or oh, this is like worshiping. Supernatural power. Idolize. His, to perform or take part of worship. So God wants us to idolize him. Not the promise. Not the things that he can do for us. So, y'all, I hope that word bless y'all again. The scripture reference is John 4. Um, I started at, I'm going to say verse 15 on down. But read the whole chapter because it's about Jacob's well and just thirsting. It's just, it's just what we need, y'all. Get those things out of your heart. Get those people out of your heart. A clean slate has got what God is calling us to before we, we enter into this promised land. It's on the way. This is the year. K. Roshia, this is the year. Anything that you ask of God, you believe it in your heart, you will receive it. But God is not, he's not a God of out of order. He's going to give us things when in his divine timing, when the timing is right. But And when our, when we're right, when we're ready, come on. When we, He knows we are fully ready to receive these things and it won't it won't sway us away from him. It won't take us away from him. Like he said, you're going to leave me if I give you this right now. I, like if he if he wouldn't have corrected me, I probably would have. But in my heart, I'm like, no, because in my mind, that's why he said your ways are not my ways. Your thoughts are not my thoughts. You know, I don't operate like you. I don't think like you. So that's why I'm correcting you in this moment because I didn't think like that because you would have just kept on, kept on going, not even thinking that you that you was cheating on me, that you was involved with somebody else, that you was giving something else your all. And it wasn't me. 
So again, y'all, this is the Bad Girls Going Good podcast. I'm your host, Shakira, and I pray that this word bless you guys. And just, again, take this word back to the Father and just allow him to elaborate more on what your what your things may be, you know? What are the things that you have holding in your heart or that you are are uh, just... I, idolizing and just at all with and you just can't wait and you spend all your time just focused on all these things let God show you in your secret place what those things is so you can learn how to operate and, and, and get those things out of your heart and put those things um in position nobody should be above the father okay so again this is the um the bad girls going good podcast and y'all be blessed